The Kabbalion, a conversation. Is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbro and is a production of EI Alliance, copyright 2021. Here's the deal, Susan. You know stuff is going to occur. Do you have that on? So why do you have to worry about it? So you know, know stuff is because because even James Allen said thought can't be kept secret. It crystallizes into habit and habit solidifies into circumstance. I mean, we talked about this a long time ago. So we're we're kind of still fleshing out, you know, because this is prime time. We're all, all of us, everybody out there in podcast listener land, all of us are structured in this massive chaos that's going on. How exciting we are. We're like in, you know, General Hospital DEFCON 5. You know, all this stuff is going on. None of the storylines make sense. We're reading the magazines to find out who dies, who lives, who's the villain, you know, who's on vacation so we're not going to see them anymore. They're kidnapped. And here we are. We're the ones making the story. And so when James Allen says thought can't be kept secret, it crystallizes into habit. I mean, how interesting is that? Because... Doesn't that make you not want to think at all? Well, I, I mean, to say that comes down to when people like you can read my thoughts and you're like, la, 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 exactly, exactly. And so, you know, where do you want to move from that, and how does that move? And we looked at James Allen, you know, immensely when we talked about as a man thinketh. And can I just go off on a little tangent? <laughs> sure, go okay. ahead. Can I go off on a little tangent? Yes. Okay, so you and I have done a lot of work with a lot of things. And I have to honestly say that I don't think I have ever felt so strong a presence as James Allen with everything else that we've looked at and read and did everything else. when, When we work on his stuff, there is his presence is I mean I don't know if you feel the same way I can feel it so strongly here no that's not the pumpkin I'll get it I I actually I actually love that because that's an instance where someone else corroborates the fact that somebody some other presence is here they can feel it meaning you and it's it's him. and I just I just like find it really fun to say it's him he's here and the minute you bring him up he shows up yes yeah. And whether you're you're smelling the tobacco, or you see what was he a top hat that was someone else yeah. maybe, no, or that, yeah. you see, you know you and it doesn't you know you, we're in a different location now. Yes. And you know all that stuff you sense. There's something immense to his presence. And when he's talking about thoughts, it's so funny because we're talking about what he shared, and yet these were his thoughts. And so now we're exploring the thoughts. Yes. And there's a complete and and real intense energy to that. I just find that of all the different people that we have read, all the stuff mm. that we've gone through, for some reason, the minute we open to him, it's like he's right there. It's almost like, don't get him wrong! <laughs> don't you use my words without my okay! <laughs> And you know what's funny? I mean, we've talked about Lao Tzu, and we've talked about Neville Goddard, and we talked about Napoleon Hill, and we've talked about Dorothea Brand, and 
Who else have we talked about? I mean, just uh, immense amount, you know, the, the three initiates. And we and, it, and it's never felt as intensely no. as you just said, right. where there's another presence here. Right. And there's something really cool to that because, you know, people go through their psychic little, you know, their, their occult and their psychic... Um, you know, mediumistic kind of, uh, what are your table readings and stuff like that. And yet here we are just reading his book yeah. and discussing it. And now we're even just discussing the notes about the book that we read of the discussion that we created in the so, podcast. So you get to go home with your, with your husband. <laughs> I'm stuck by myself like, okay. Yeah, but, all I, thanks. but all I have to say is it's James Allen. Come on. Well, I mean, we don't know listen, about Mr. James well, Allen. We well, you said you're reading the other <laughs> This is where I want to take that end line. Are you scared? Are you frightened? Are you fearful? Are you fearful? That's so funny. And so, you know, this is this is like so brilliant because you know it's true that your thoughts can't be kept secret. They really that's, can't because you can't you can't actually take your thoughts and write them in a because the minute you write them in a notebook, you write them in a journal, they're not secret. The minute you give any life to your thoughts, they're not secret. Well, and how do you give life the to minute, your thoughts? Right, the minute you entertain your thoughts. Yeah. They're not secret. The minute you go on and on and on and on and on and on and think about them and go, okay, if this happened, this happened, if this happened, this happened. They're not secret. And he goes even further to say that they crystallize into habit. I mean, that's that's almost scary. That's almost like kind of like a sci-fi movie where all of a sudden you're like, ah, this crystallization happens around you and you're, you're, you're going through these motions based in these thoughts that you just thought randomly, oh, I'll have just thought this thought and I'll focus on it a little bit and maybe I can figure it out. And yet, oh my God, it's already created a habit. And then for the habit to solidify into a circumstance, that's pretty wild. I mean, because then something occurs because of it. And so someone could sit there and say, oh, I don't like that. Well, it's not a choice. Mm. It's like saying, oh, you have to breathe to live. Oh, I don't think I like that. <laughs> nice butt. Well, we're not sure that that's going to work here. Well, the really funny thing about that, too, is like, it's not about liking or not liking. It's not about any of that. I mean, basically, you know, it's like we were talking about before when we were throwing out meditation. You have a thought and it's there and then you kind of peruse it and you entertain it and you take it out to dinner and you buy a drinks and you have hors d'oeuvres and you have entrees and Jeez, you have God. more drinks and, and that's what you're doing with your thoughts you're doing all this stuff with your thoughts and really are they your best friends really you think yeah huh. that was a joke really you think but Butter bang, that was a pun, yeah, oh, butter bang. man, you have to explain uh, it, it's lost. Uh, it lost. I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> so, you know, habit is interesting because we all do stuff out of habit. We're creatures of habit. Yes, we are. And so when he says that our thoughts crystallize into habit, I mean, just think about it. If you're, if you, if you have, what was it called, a, a kiln, I almost said an urn, 
if you have a kiln and you're creating a vase and you're here you are you're forming it and you're creating it and you have the clay and it's spinning around and you're blah 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 and it's cool it's beautiful it's beautiful it's beautiful and you're developing this this physical object I mean it's the same thing you do with thoughts just think about that you you go on and on and you peruse and you're you're developing your thoughts and you're thinking and you about know, them from all different angles I used to make those little faces <laughs> and those kilns and they always cracked they always looked like crap Whenever I made them, they never came out good. I always was one of those. The teacher said, oh, Susan, that was a nice try. <laughs> so, what are you saying? <laughs> you know, I never had that ability to make it come. I always looked at sorry when they pull them all out and like, oh, that's beautiful, that's beautiful. You get mine and you always expect it to look like someone else's. Well, is that because you had thoughts? <laughs> I mean, you just said you had expectations. Were you thinking too much about it? Maybe your thoughts destroyed your vase. No, no. I think it's, I just make the joke that you go to that ex ex example and I'm like, oh, that's the example she's going to use. <laughs> oh. So your thoughts can't be kept secret. Of course not. That's the scary thing. You know how many people like, oh, if they could read my mind, I'd be in so much trouble. Well, truth is there, Chucky. Well, you we can read it. And you know what's funny about that? They right. And it's truth, the truth, Chucky. So we can read it. But not only that, but we can tell because you're freaking doing that goddamn habit we can't stand. And your thoughts have crystallized into it. Yep. Yep. Yipper! Hey, wait a minute. That's a that's a podcast, I think. <laughs> Your presence is required. So, for anyone out there who's wondering, we've had a nice meal, had a couple drinks, and the truth of the matter is, is that we're going to say whatever the hell we want. And this is and when you know this you want to listen in. <laughs> and yeah, and so yeah, there you go. Just like that. <laughs> and just like that, it feels over. So, you know, if this is a thought-fulfilled universe, oh I mean, what the hell are we doing to ourselves? And your thoughts really can't be kept secret. You know, it really is, everybody knows that scene from Ghostbusters when they say, oh my God, the evil entity is going to, oh, no, don't do that, you think it, and then he thinks about what, the big cream puff marshmallow guy. Yeah, and he becomes like the big villain or whatever, and it's like, don't think about it, don't think about it. And it's funny because, you know, it's stupid to go to Hollywood all the time, yet Hollywood projects. I mean, all those... You know, I think it's, it's important to understand when you're saying this, what I'm getting, is it's not about Hollywood. It's not. It's. It, I think it's accepting that it might not look exactly the way you thought it was going to be. Mm. You know, thinking that oh, it's going to. You know, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to. You know, <coughs> right now, I'll be honest. My house. I'm. I'm trying to sell my house, and you know, I want to be able to go and travel and do things. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, how am I going to do it? Because the market is like dead. And so, who knew? I mean, I, oh, it's yeah, but it's, yeah, but this is this is the yeah, best thing of all because yeah. there's your thoughts you're not keeping secret. Okay, you can't keep them secret. Yet, how do you 
know the market is dead? Somebody told you that? No, I'm. I'm Hi, but how do you know the market is dead? How do you know this huge windfall isn't coming? I I don't. All I'm saying is that I'm open to it being different than what I originally expected to look like. Okay. That's the point I'm making. I'm not saying, oh, this is the. I'm saying. Sometimes it could be a situation that, you know, I start renting it because in a year, housing market triples. I get 10 times what I'm asking right now. Mm. And I had to wait six or eight months. I mean, it, it could fall, it could do anything. But right now, it's like I could say, any, it, sometimes it looks different than what you expect. Make the, maybe the perfect buyer isn't ready. They're, try, they, you know, they're trying to get their, their, their stuff together. Any of that's possible. And I think that's a big, huge thing, is that if it doesn't look exactly the way you thought it was going to look, well, then you say, ah, it's not happening. And it's like, no. So this is funny because you, you, we, I mentioned that, that I was reading the Deepak Chopra book, and there was some interesting stuff in it, and it was relevant to life after death and, and exploring that and yeah. the burden of proof. And I took out the elements that I liked for what I was interested in. Yeah. And he talks about complementarity. And it isn't possible to know everything about a quantum event. Because he talks earlier about, you know, when the observer looks at it or measures it, whatever that is being observed is limited. And that's what I was kind of saying, because you're limited by whatever is being expressed to you about the market and whatever is being expressed to you about what is occurring. Yet, in fact, you have no idea that that's the complete essence of what is occurring. So, I was, it, it was funny because I put my house on the market and I can, I, 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 you know, the, the, the details aren't really as important as much as me saying that, you know, things were going not the way I thought. And I, 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 and all I kept hearing is renting. I kept getting information on renting. The first person through my house was an investor. And I'm like, what? Yeah. How do you make money, you know, on a single family house? And so where I'm going is that, well, okay, so someone else had told me, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I need to investigate this. That, to me, is a great example of the space between and going in and getting information like you had talked about, the mm. description you had said about, mm -hmm. you know, that we're oscillating, right? And right. that you go into the other space. And, and the point that I think is important to make is that just because you, I want my house sold, maybe it looks different. And if I just stay, like, it has to be this and that's it, then I could have missed out on something even grander. Right. And that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that you entertain every single thing, but sometimes it gets to a point where it's like, all right, well, let me figure this out. Let me see what I can do. And okay. And maybe, yeah, it didn't look like you thought, but that doesn't mean... You know that it's that it's it's you know you're not getting what you want, and that you're that you're on the wrong trail, or the path is wrong, or you know you suck, or God doesn't love you, or whatever you want to say. But there's you know? always someone standing on the street corner ready to tell you that, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. And if and if you want to get out of that situation, you know, here you go. I got yeah. something to sell you. That's right. But I, I think that's a, something that also something that we do we sit back and we say you know it's not working out go oh, this isn't and it's like sometimes it is working out it just doesn't look the way you think 
And so when you go into thoughts and you go into thinking, I mean, I mean, what a, what a perfect opportunity. You know, this is going to sound insane, but what a perfect opportunity to start thinking differently, whatever that means. What a perfect opportunity. You know, you know, it's funny. I, I want to say, I mean, the epitome of his quote is, thought can't be kept secret. It crystallizes into habit. Habit solidifies into circumstance. And, you know, it's funny when, when anybody has... Uh, when anybody, uh, even as little kids, and they share, oh, I have a secret, I have a secret. What is it? What is it? What is it? And when you start to think in that realm of, of the, the, the practicality of the practicality of, of thought and the practicality of the secret, the pra not the secret, but this secret, where thought can't be kept secret. I mean, it's funny because the, the, the tradition is to, to, you know, a secret is a secret. And so it's kind of funny. Thought can't be kept secret. And so who can it be kept secret from? Well, we think, we hope we can keep certain thoughts secret from ourselves. And yet we ruminate over them nonstop. Mm -hmm. And we, we go over and over and over and we, we hash them out and then we try to project into different possibilities. And, and it's beautiful because he says... You know, not only can it be kept secret, but then it crystallizes into habit. And there we are, consistently doing this thing. Mm -hmm. When we could be, I don't know, taking free walks in the park. But then the habit, I mean, I think this is brilliant. The habit solidifies into circumstance. So something occurs because of all of our attention and effort. And yet all of our intention and effort. I would say it goes, it goes cellular. It becomes part of our heart. And the heart is what we, we, what we were speaking of earlier. It makes it the way it is. It becomes cellular. It's, it's who we are. We become who we think we are. We think we're, we're beautiful, smart, struggling. Whatever it is that you think, and then we become. That's what we become. So if you, so let me take a different approach. So if you could keep your thoughts secret from yourself, what else would you be doing? What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> so if you, so you're you're now pondering a certain different, you know, variations to what could possibly occur. Yet in actuality, all and or none of them could occur, or all and or none or one of them could occur or two of them or three of them and so <laughs> that coffee smells delicious <laughs> so what I mean is that you know who are we keeping thoughts can't be keep, kept secret we can't um, I think that the the enormous affectation they have upon us can't be kept secret that's what can't be kept secret the enormous the enormous effect that they have on us. Well, and then of course it manifests out, out, out for in public for everyone else to see. Right, right. Well, there's the habit. I'm poor. I believe I'm poor. I'm never going to have money. And then, whoo! All of a sudden, lo and behold, you you see it for yourself, and then everyone else sees it. Mm. 
and there you go, habit, and then you create, you, you actually form that habit and that's what occurs. So you create based on the thought. Yeah. You know, there's, there is some, I think there is some other unexplored essence to thought and whether you streamline it based in, thank you, whether you streamline it based in, in um, science or philosophy or just daily action, I think there's something else. To thought. Yeah. I think there's something else well, to that thought. To me, that creates the whole existence. I, I can sit down and I can, you know, tomorrow I'm going to get $100. And I could think today anything I want that, oh my God, I'm rich, I'm going to get $100, or I'm poor, what am I going to do? It's, it doesn't change the fact that I'm going to get $100. What I think mm. becomes my focus. And then if I get $100, and then if I get $1,000, each time I could say, oh yeah, but I still... Because you're never, I don't, I mean, you're really never going to be the richest person. You're never going to be the poorest person. You're not going to be the prettiest person. There's always going to be someone who is more of whatever it is that you think you want. So you, so it's, right. so are you going to sit there and say, wow, I, look at all this money I have? Or are you going to say, well, compared to so-and-so, I have nothing. Right. It's, it's, it's all in your perspective in that regard. And so in, in actuality, we create the projection and then we, um, we participate in it yeah. and then the projection creates meaning mm -hmm. and then we assign value to it and then we and then it just gets more solidified right. and then it, it's like a snowball yes. you know going down a mountain and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it topples us over I used to say to some of my patients if they had depression I'd say if you feel a certain way you feel it mm. but don't snowball mm. if you can at least stop that piece of it you're 99% there because you can feel whatever, hmm. but you create, as you just said, the snowball effect. Right. And it gets bigger, and then it's something that's, oh my gosh, whereas you just felt a certain way. If you allowed yourself, that's when I say you have your reaction. I, I feel this way. Okay, doesn't mean I'm going to live with it. It's just this is a feeling right now, and it will pass. And I'm not holding on to it, I'm not judging it. It's just I feel that way, and then I'm going to let it pass. Mm. As opposed to, you know, people say, oh, don't feel it, don't feel it. No, don't feel it. I won't feel it. Oh, Ush. shit, I feel it times 100. <laughs> so I, I think, too, you know, in the aspect of thoughts, like other people, we're so, we're so volatile in that space that, uh, other people naturally kind of enter in and go here let me help you with this and it's like no I don't need any help with yeah. this like oh, I'm working on this myself let me yeah that is a really bad situation yeah you really do need that yeah I don't know what you're gonna do yeah it's like how does that help mm. and I think that um, when you're struggling with something the truth is that even someone who's well-intentioned the old you know the old adage really applies. You don't know what to say. Mm. You don't know what to say. <laughs> Julie's laughing because I've got sauce on my shirt. <laughs> I'm over here cooking and then cleaning and I get sauce on my shirt. That's like I can't help it because you were cleaning so noisily and I'm looking at the recorder going, okay. This is going to sound like we're on a train. Well, <laughs> we're in the kitchen. No, we're in the true. kitchen. That's it's what true. we're sharing. We're doing work. We're in the kitchen we're and we're sharing. doing work. Yeah, there we go. Well, 
There's, I mean, I just love that how he says it and he brings it to the forefront. And I am kind of flirting with him right now because we know he's present, <laughs> James Allen. Oh. But where he says, you know, that thoughts can't be kept secret, you know, like crystallize into habit and habit solidifies into circumstance. I mean, what a beautiful way of putting it. And I mean, does does that help us? to be more aware and that what we're actually doing and, and do we want to do this to someone else? Do we want to do this to ourselves? Or do, do we just want to, like you say, you know, have a, have a thought, experience it and move on? I think that um, at the end of the day, the most important question is, do we want to play with those thoughts? Regardless if it's, I think that about someone else or I think it about me. Mm. You think it about somebody else, you're yeah. obviously avoiding looking at that for yourself mm. so if you're going to have those thoughts for you or for someone else you, you're going to deal with the thoughts mm. and that's where gossip and all this other stuff comes in because you know if you're going to gossip so so-and-so they don't know how to do this well who as compared to whom as compared to yourself so you're, right. you're always throwing yourself in that right so if you're going to entertain that thought in any degree you've already lost and and also where we say where we try to think you know what other people are thinking or you know how their you know structured lives are or how where they're coming from and sometimes that doesn't behoove you in the in the space of and this <laughs> this it doesn't behoove you in the space of kind of moving ahead because it's been said that you know thinking organizes reality in order to make sense and in that case where if if thinking really is organizing reality what kind of reality do we want to create so there you go Thank you for subscribing and listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon Authors pages and Google Play Books for our books and ebooks in our fan link for podcasts available everywhere. Find music from the Free Rock Trio and New Threads everywhere too.